All right, I want to welcome on my next guest. We got Tim Murray, host at VEASAN Las Vegas, betting, props, futures, everything. Tim has everything going. Good, man. It's, uh, it's hot out here, but you know the good thing is uh, we got lots of sports to talk about, which is uh, which is nice. It's a little bit refreshing. So, yeah, yeah. it's a good time to be out here. Yeah, it's, it's better than all, when all we had was Korean baseball and marble racing. Now we got a little bit more to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's been wild. What have been your thoughts on the bubble in Orlando? I thought it's been incredible. It's been it's, yeah, it's been spectacular. Um, you know, I was I was curious about the the level of competition and you know even the the sounds. I mean, if you're if you're just watching that game, you know, let's say you woke up from a coma. I mean, my goodness, think about all the things that you'd be asking about. But you know, if you're just watching that game and the sounds and the and the music and all that stuff, it it seems like a a normal game. So. Um, you know, it, it's been it's been interesting to see the swings, and we've had some incredible finishes. But no, it, it's been really well done. Hockey's been a ton of fun to watch too. So, you know, I'm curious how football is going to work. Um, I know all of us are. We're hoping there are no hiccups. But I mean, the bubble has has really worked to perfection for for the NHL, for for basketball. I mean, the TBT they did it too. So, you know, it it, it you know, looking long term, you do wonder. You know, football is almost impossible, Zach, to really bubble. Yeah. But does college basketball look into this? I, yeah. I think college basketball, uh, if they want to be proactive and get this thing going in November or December, you know, maybe little mini bubbles, you know, trying to figure that out. So that that's going to be really interesting what they ultimately do with college hoops. But, uh, yeah, to your point, the bubble has been phenomenal. Yeah, and speaking of waking up from a coma, I saw some great tweet. It said if somebody – who's never watched basketball before and has never will never watch basketball again, watch the Thunder game on Wednesday night, they'd go their whole life thinking Lou Dort is the greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> Very true. I was actually in uh, I was in the sports book, uh, Westgate Superbook sports book uh, on uh, Thursday night. And uh, it was, you know, the finish of that Celtics Raptors game. I mean, I got a hot take, hot take about that. They started the clock late. They, they, oh. they started that clock late. It was more than half a second. They gave. They gave. Uh, we got it off quick, though, man. I, I give uh, Anobi a heck of a lot of credit, but yeah, uh, I mean, they bring in Taco Fall to put him in front. I mean, it wasn't, uh, you know, like a, you know, in, in the COVID times, obviously things aren't as, as totally crazy, but the, it got a little loud in there when when the three went down, and uh, so yeah. you know, a handful of people had the Raptors on the money line. Yeah, I think I saw you. I think I saw that you had them as you you were predicting them to kind of even the series. So I, I had predicted that, yeah, my first uh, appearance on VEASAN, I did a little guest spot. You know, they're kind of easing me in before my shows uh, hit the ground running. And, uh, yeah, my first guest spot was for before game two, and uh, I was all over the Raptors. They were laying a couple points. They were up eight after thir the third quarter. I was feeling great. And then the Celtics, you know, outscored them by 11 in that fourth quarter. So uh, 0 for 1 on that start. But, no, it was, uh, it was good to see college football back last uh, on Thursday night. That was great. Uh, you know, it's going to be unusual, Zach, with these in the primetime games this year, what, what matchups we'll get. But, uh, you know, it's, it's something. Beggars can't be choosers. Are there any prop bets on how many times Kyle Lowry can complain a foul? Like, it seems like he's either putting himself in position to get clocked or he's chirping at the ref, and I'm like, just calm down. You get 30 points. You're having a great game. Stop. So yeah, I remember, I remember, I mean, especially last year, I mean, I know they ultimately uh, obviously won it all, but yeah. he was one of the most uh, 
people I like to watch the least because just he's always complaining. But I mean, that's kind of the MO. I mean, yeah. I know LeBron complains a lot. I mean, Harden and Westbrook. I mean, all these dudes, they, they want to get the calls, but yeah, Lowry, I feel like does take it to the next level a little bit. Yeah, no, I couldn't believe it. I'm literally like, I'm literally like start the clock. And then they gave him like enough time to position himself. And then all of a sudden it goes in him. <laughs> but no, it's wild. Um, who, who do you like in the, in the, in the conference finals uh, for, Basically, so we're in one more round. You know, I I, uh, I liked Toronto, uh, and uh, but the Celtics have been playing really, you know, really great. Um, and when it comes to, you know, coaching, I mean, you think about that series. I mean, you got two of the best and Stevens and Nurse going at it. And, uh, I mean, how about, you know, right now you got the, the Bucks in a tricky situation too, so – um, if I had to pick right now, I guess I'd lean Celtics to win the Eastern Conference. And then I don't know what to expect. I, I, I would probably say the Clippers come out of the West. Uh, but, it, you know, cause, just because at times, especially in this bubble, Zach, we've seen that, you know, outside of LeBron and AD, it's who, who, who can the Lakers trust? No. You know, you know, Contavious Caldwell Pope can have a couple good games. I mean, Rondo should be back, but he's not a great shooter. So, I mean, the, you know, Danny Green really hasn't been playing all that well. So it feels like the Clippers have so many weapons. So that's going to be a fascinating series. Hopefully we get it. I mean, the Clippers got off to a great start. I would be surprised if the Rockets were able to uh, to, to knock off the Lakers. Yeah, I don't know what the Rockets plan to do because Tyson Chandler hasn't touched the floor, and he's – I think he's got six inches on the next best guy for yeah. uh, Houston. Yeah. I mean, they went all in. I give them credit. They went all in on this. You know, we're going to try to small ball it and shoot a ton of threes. I mean, we're going to see three-point numbers in the 70s. I, I, I can almost guarantee that for the Rockets uh, in this year. They're just going to be bombing threes. And they'll win a couple games, but I don't know if they could do it four times. I was really rooting for a OKC Miami finals, Dude. and the, the, the ratings would have been horrible. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. No, it would have been oh, Sam Presti and Spolster would be the biggest names on Twitter every night. But um, no, that's interesting. And then for football, are you? If you had to bet, do you think they make it to 17 weeks? Uh, I do. I, I do. I think the NFL is going to power through. Um, that that's just my hunch. I don't. I don't know what to think about college football right now because a lot of these campuses are getting shut down. I mean, I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, for college football, I, mean, I, 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 you know, we're, we're all, we're not naive, right? We, we understand the business that, that college football is. Even without fans, there's still the contract, television contracts are going to bring in some money. So, you know, I basically said, look, the best way for this thing to work, it worked all summer, was to bubble the, the football teams, you know, go virtual. You know, if they're virtual, if the players are virtual and the students are virtual, then, you know, I, I don't see what the – you know, why not try that out? So we'll, we'll see what ultimately happens. But I, to your answer your question, though, I, I really do think we'll, we'll, we'll get 17 weeks of, of the NFL. That, that's my hunch. Uh, I think they're going to power through it. Who's like the most obscure random quarterback that you know is going to be added to a team that you're excited to see this year? Oh, man. Uh, who is – I mean, are we going to get a little Cardell Jones? The, That'd be the fantastic. Defenders, uh, uh franchise player for six weeks or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, any guys coming out of retirement? Is Brett Favre gonna, you know, get yeah, signed over at forty nine? 
Yeah, no, that'd be fantastic. Or get some Charlie Whitehurst in there, Brunel. I feel like Brunel still got it, but it'd be it'd be interesting. Charlie Whitehurst, clipboard Jesus, man. Let's yeah. get him back out there. Get him yeah, Chase, on the sidelines. Chase Daniel's about to make. He's gonna have the, the best year of his career. Might finally make that salary look like he's underpaid. So right? yeah, no, that's interesting. And then, so what about for some fu- for some futures for the NFL? Are there any over unders you've been seeing for team for win totals that you're like, there's no way they're touching that? Um. You know, let me pull up some I, right now. I know I saw Washington five and a half, and that's not happening. Yeah, I mean, the the only thing about Washington that I'm curious about is, uh, you know, what are they going to do? Uh, their defense could be, you know, end up being really, really strong. So, but yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on that one. Um, looking at you, so I mean, you have some big numbers out there. Kansas City's over unders eleven and a half with the. I'm looking at FanDuel right now with, you know, the the over being juiced at, uh, at, at you know, minus 125. Um, you know, I, I think this is going to be a bit, of, a bit of a square play, Zach, but I, I like the fact that, uh, you know, you look at a team like um, Buffalo. Um, you know, they're, I'm looking at eight and a half. Um, Interesting. You know, I'm not a huge Josh Allen believer, but, uh, you know, I, I think they've got a, a legit shot to win that division. Uh, you know, you think about all the talent that they have uh, on that squad. So, you know, that's a team that's intriguing. The Colts, I, I'm high on the Colts. I think the Colts. You know, with nine, that, nine for them. Yeah, with, I, I bet them at two to one right before Phillip Rivers signed. I think they're going to try to run the ball heavy. Uh, this is also not really going on a limb, but I think Jonathan Taylor has a really good shot of winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think he's like nine or ten to one. Um, you know, I've seen some people like Cam Akers to win Offensive Rookie of the Year out in Los Angeles. You know, I mean, you spend a second round pick on a running back, Zach. I mean, he's going to get the ball quite a bit. So, um, yeah, I, I would say uh, the Colts. I would double down on the Colts at nine. I like the over there uh, and the Bills. Uh, I I would go over uh, eight and a half there. So th- those are two that that are kind of intriguing. The one really sticks out to me. I've been hearing a lot of people hyping up Detroit. And that's like kind of like a team yeah. that, like, you, if, you, if you don't know anything, like, you can't really hype up Detroit. And they're sitting, that's a six and a half. And a lot of people really like them this year because they think the offense, I think Patricia, maybe his job might be on the line. The defense can be hard. They got Akuda, and I couldn't tell you another person on the defense. Oh, they got uh, the kid from um, Atlanta, um, drawing a blank, uh, Trufant. They got Trufant. So their defense, better, they got better secondary than Washington. But it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. But did you, do, you, do you like their chances at all in NFC North? Do you think they could make, make a surprise? Um, you know, I have heard, I've heard a lot of people high on them. I mean, if Stafford can stay healthy, that's the big question. Um, I, I'm not as bullish on them, but I've seen a handful of people that have, you know, said, you know, take a flyer on them. I, uh, you know, if, if that offensive line in Minnesota can get better, uh, or did get better, I mean, that, that's a team, you know, especially they go out, they get Yannick Ngakwe, they drafted a million guys, uh, they had a huge draft this year, so um, you know Dalvin Cook, and and but they lose Stephon Diggs, so they're an intriguing team. So I, I wouldn't be as bullish on the on the Lions. I'll give you another one though. I mean the Bengals right now, the under is uh, the over under is five and a half. I saw yeah. I saw Burrow's passing yard total is set at thirty eight hundred. Yeah, I mean I, I just I just don't know what to think of. It. I mean the Bengals were were awful last year, and you think about Everyone, you would anticipate now that you know Freddie Kitchens is gone and Stefanski is in there, some maybe more stability. You know, maybe Baker Mayfield is going to be 
yeah, things are going to be a little more serious there. Think about that neighborhood that the Bengals live in with the Ravens, with the Steelers, who should be better, and with the, uh, with the Browns. So you're talking about a 2-14 and 14 team last year, a rookie quarterback. Um, what can we really expect from the Cincinnati Bengals this year? And also, you know, the AFC uh, – the, the, you know, they're, they're playing the AFC West this year, so they have the Chiefs on the schedule. I think the Raiders are going to be improved now. The, the benefit to the Bengals is they get to play the NFC East, so they, you know, they get the Redskins and, or Washington – uh, and the game get, of the year, game of the year. Yeah. But I mean, five and a half, I, I, I would be surprised if, if we saw the Bengals winning six games this year. Do you think Haskins finishes the year as a starter? I do. I do. I, I, I think if, if they're going with this, the right approach, uh, there's no business. I mean, outside of injury, I yeah. mean, if we're removing injury from the discussion, just on, you know, play on the field alone, uh, I do think you have to see what you have because this really has to be an evaluation year yeah. because if the Redskins ultimately stink, which many of us believe it's very possible, you know, looking just ahead to the NFL draft, you've obviously got Trevor Lawrence, you've got Justin Fields, and you've got Trey Lance. You've got three really good quarterbacks uh, that, that could go in the top five. So if the Redskins are as bad as you need to use these 16 games to truly evaluate what you have in Dwayne Haskins. Do you like what you see? Because then you can pivot, you know, and I know we're talking draft in August, which just seems crazy or September, but you know, the kid out of Oregon, uh, Panay Sewell, I mean, he's going to be a, a stable left tackle. So let's say hypothetically, you know, the, the Redskins are picking, you know, second or third and the Jaguars go one and they get Trevor Lawrence you know, you have a chance there. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be an epically bad year, but just hypothetically, then you get that anchor left tackle that they no longer have in Trent Williams and Sewell. So, yeah, and there's other guys. Jamar Chase is, is a monster, you know, big-time playmaking wide receiver. So you really need to evaluate what you have. You know, the first year, Ron Rivera, I mean, realistically, they have to know. This is not a season that they're going to win. And I think they've been pretty upfront about it. And this is a big year when you – have a first-round quarterback, and if you don't like him, if Scott Turner and, and, and Rivera find out, okay, this isn't our guy, then you move on. Then you get Fields, you get Lance, you get Lawrence, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I do think you kind of have to play him the entire year to see what you got. Do you think they're hyping him up just to hype up the fans? Because I've never seen another team promote that a second-year quarterback that really didn't prove too much went 9-15 of in a non-contact third-down drill and then tweeted out, like, guys, get ready. <laughs> well, then – I mean, what's the hope? Honestly, like, look, Zach, I, I, I'm from D.C. I know this. I'm living out in Vegas now. But, like, look, I grew up on this team. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 33 uh, in, you know, later this month. What is this team? What is this franchise given me? I mean, that I can remember. Really nothing, right? I mean, they're the only franchise in the NFL that has not won 11 games in a season, 11 or more games in since 1991, you know, since their last Super Bowl season. Think about that. I mean, Every other team has successfully had an 11-win season. Yes, the Browns even had one. I think it was just one, but still. So they've got to hype up. And with everything that's going on with the owner, uh, with the name change, I mean, there is no real hope right now. So you've got a young quarterback with local ties. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to build that bad boy up. So tweet out as many videos as possible, you know, throwing – just I would just every day find a you know Haskins to McLaurin 
just touchdown. And then I would also show Chase Young just doing anything, like just breathing. So they need to do things to, to build up hope and prosperity with this franchise. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I was excited for him when they got him. He did not have a great rookie year, but there was a lot of mitigating factors that played into that. But to, to narrowly beat out a guy who almost lost his leg for the starting job doesn't give me that much confidence. So, um, yeah. and, then, and then speaking of Alex Smith, I saw he's I think it's a plus 600 for him to win comeback player of the year. Do you think he could do that if he doesn't suit up for a game? You know what's interesting is uh, – so Aaron Oster, he and I worked together yeah. uh, in D.C., and now we're out here together uh, working uh, at VEASAN. So uh, – and we're actually living together until our families come oh, cool. out next. Uh, so we got a little, got a little odd couple uh, apartment situation going on here. But uh, he made a, he made an interesting point where, our, you know, I didn't, I was like, there's no way he's going to win comeback player of the year. He's not going to play. He said, well, what if he just takes one snap? You know, what if he does a kneel down or something like that? You know, do people thinking about what he had to go through? Does he just win it de facto, right? Because he got on the field from a, a thing, you know, from a, an injury that almost left him losing his leg. I, I don't think we're going to see him at all. I, I don't think we'll see him take one snap this year. But, you know, Zach, at six to one odds, it's, you know, people better, uh, I should say voters love storylines, right? What, what, what's a better story? I mean, we all saw that uh, E60 uh, on his recovery, which was just remarkable, and, and I didn't even – realized just how much yeah. he went through and how close he was to losing that leg. He almost died. So, if, so yeah. you know, Zach, if he goes out there in week 10 and he takes the kneel down to end the game, should he win comeback player of the year? I, I would vote for him, right? Well, because well, if, there's, if, there's, if there's fans in the stands and Haskins is nowhere to be found, he might get that chance. So, it's wild. It's interesting. It's why, and then Stanley. I, I, mean, I would. I personally wouldn't make that bet, but I, I understand yeah. why it's intriguing because yeah. you think about the storyline, and if he just takes one snap, I mean, it's it's a remarkable recovery. So, um, it it is. Uh, it might be worth a flyer. It might. It really might be. What about Stanley Cup? Who who are you liking with that? Uh, to, do you think take it home? Yeah, last night I was watching. Uh, I was watching the Canucks. I was here in Vegas, and uh, after the first period, Canucks had a one nothing lead, and the, the Knights were still the favorites. So I was like, "All right, well, let's 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 pile on the Canucks here." But um, I, I guess I would lean Lightning. Um, they they seem to be Zach playing really uh, great right now. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. It's it's one where. Um, I mean, I, I would love the Knights to do it. Obviously, being out here would be, you know, would be pretty cool to see the Knights make it. But, I mean, they obviously have a, a game seven on their hands. Um, you know, it would be interesting. I, I would lean lightning if, if you made me pick right now. Um, but, man, it would be fun to see the Islanders uh, and Barry Trotz do that thing. And, you know, my family's from Long Island. But uh, I would say Knights and lightning would be the, the two. I mean, the lightning have been playing really well. So, I, they'd be, well, they're the only ones that didn't have to go to a game seven, right? They had that great video before they started back up. The boys are back in town. Did you ever see that with the, with yeah. the jet skis? That guy, that was incredible. Maybe that's what led to all their success, but I don't think it. Maybe. No. Nah. But um, instead, speaking of Vegas, so how how are you expecting the Raiders to do this year? Because people are all over the place. Um, you know, it's I think the Raiders have a have a decent shot of 
I mean, they're not going to win the division, no. obviously. I mean, well, I guess I can't say obviously. You never know, right? Peter, uh, Peterman, this, this is my hot take for the Raiders. If Carr goes down, then Mariota goes down, then Peterman goes down, then you put Randall Cunningham in and see how he does. Oh, okay. So, uh, that is, yeah. that, that's out there. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I like the, um, you know, they've been talking up Josh um, – uh, Derek Carr quite a bit, you know. I uh, now once again he's uh, very uh, biased, but I heard his brother uh, David Carr. He was on uh, Dan Helley's podcast talking about you know this off season and what it's meant to him and uh, you know how hard they've been working and you know they were apparently you know before uh, official practices came back they were you know meeting at parks around Las Vegas and. Um, you know, really having full on like seven on seven, 11 on 11 type of work. So, I mean, the, the question to me is, are the wide receivers good enough? Because they have a lot of youth uh, on that wide receiver core. So, yeah, I saw Tyrell Williams is out for the year. Right. So Tyrell so, Williams done for the year. So yeah. you've got Henry Ruggs, uh, who is, you know, the, the speedster out of Alabama. Then you've got Brian Edwards, who I was listening to. I forgot they had him. And they they were very – I mean, they're bullish on Brian Edwards. They really like Brian Edwards. Came out of South Carolina. You know, gives Hunter Renfro maybe that that slot. Um, They have Zay Jones, who a lot of people were excited about. Remember Zay Jones a couple years ago in the preseason stack was like (laughs) – everyone was talking about Zay Jones (laughs) uh, in Buffalo. Now he's – you know, now he's a member of the the Raiders now. So – um, you know, I, one guy that I was a big fan of in college uh, was Lynn Bowden Jr. I mean, the versatility that he has. You, you mentioned if Derek Carr and then uh, and then Marcus Mariota go down. I mean, Peterman. hell, I'd rather have I'd rather have Lynn Bowden playing quarterback than Nathan Peterman. Really? What? There's my there's my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> no, Peterman, like he's electric. You don't know who he's throwing to. He doesn't know who he's throwing to. I think he's more throw more completions to the other team in his NFL career. Maybe they should just shoot him up on the away side, and maybe that'll help him in there. I don't know. They just restructured his contract instead of cutting him today, which I think is fantastic. But Gruden likes him. I don't know. That would be story of the year. That's comeback player of the year. Sorry, Alex Smith. Peterman throws more completions than picks. He's winning. It's over. But no. And then, and then Darren Waller just got that big contract, and you also have yeah. Jason Witten coming in. So I think they're an interesting mix. Yeah, it's interesting. And then yeah, yeah. they're they're. I mean, I, I mean, I was a huge. I mean, I was a little bummed out. I had a future on Josh Jacobs. We did. Uh, we must have talked about offensive rookie of the year a million times last year on the on the daily line, and and uh, I was all over Jacobs, and he was going to win it, and then he got hurt at the end of the year. So old Kyler comes in, he takes the. He takes the, uh, the the award, but yeah, they got some talent, man. They got some interesting. They got some young, exciting talent. I mean, Lynn Bowden. If you guys, I don't know how many people watched. Uh, I think it was the Belk Bowl, Kentucky. Uh, I forget who. I think they were playing Virginia Tech. Go watch those highlights. This dude was. I mean, he just every time he got the snap, he was running the ball, and uh, it was an unbelievable one of the best bowl games last year. So. He's he's got some uh, you know electric tendencies, so they got some players. I yeah. mean, I'm not a huge Derek Carr fan, but you know he could put up some numbers. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that he led them to a 12 and four season, and they got that big contract. So yeah, I think this is a big year for him. Um, I've always anticipated that the Raiders would, you know, uh, I, I thought they would happen this year uh, with two first round picks that they'd maybe try to package up and and get you know. Uh, uh, get to him or something like that, but they they they're they're sticking with Derek Carr. So I think this is a big year for him. And uh, 
you know, outside, uh, you know, outside of the Chiefs, you could see that, say the Raiders are arguably the second best team. I mean, yeah. you can make an argument for it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you get an extra playoff spot this year. So, um, yeah, I think I think they're going to be in that eight and eight, nine and seven, sneak yeah. into the playoff range. And I think I saw Josh Jacobs. They had him sit at tw- uh, over under twelve hundred for rushing. Do you, what, do you th- what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, as long as he stays healthy, I mean, he is he is a, a phenomenal all-purpose back. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's a guy that certainly I, I think could have. I mean, last year before he got hurt, I mean, he only played. Well, so you said it was twelve hundred last year. He played thirteen games and had eleven hundred and fifty yards. Yeah. So, I mean. Things being equal, you think he would be right there again. So, yeah, I would take the over. I think Josh Jacobs is poised for another big-time season. Yeah, so I just got one last question for you. Do you have a bold prediction for the NFL season? Bold prediction for the NFL season. Um, The Jaguars will win all of one game. That's it? Really? That's it. One game. Interesting. That's one, one game. Wow. Is Mercedes Lewis, is he still there? No, he's on the Packers. I don't know. They've gotten rid of everybody. I mean, who do, they, who do they have still on that team? I mean. I, I think what they should do, this is my idea I brought up the other day. It's not going to happen. Leonard Fournette's no longer there. He's in Tampa. But his brother has a very similar last name. Very, very similar last name, but even more similar first name. His brother's name is Lennar. They both played at LSU. They both played running back. They right. both wore 27. If they sign him, the fans can keep their jerseys. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Plus, with Ryquel Armstead gotten COVID, he's on the COVID list for the second time, which is terrifying. I don't no. know who else they're going to get. MJD, I don't know if he's still got it, but it's going to be yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. But this- I, mean, I'm, uh, I mean, I know everyone is uh, enamored by Gardner Minshew, um, but uh, uh, yeah, I'll, that's my ball. One, one, one win. One. Won't go winless, but they got one win, and then uh, Trevor Lawrence will be a Jaguar in 2021. Interesting, interesting. And it's for um, for people that aren't already following you on social media, how can they find you? Yeah, at one Tim Murray. That's the number one in my name, and uh, you'll get stupid stuff like uh, like gambling advice. Uh, not advice. I don't. I just I throw out my plays, and uh, you can you can fade me all you want. It might be the smart thing to do, um, but yeah. Uh, and then uh, we're up and running in, here in Vegas. You know, week one of the NFL season. Uh, every weekend, uh, you can catch me on Vison from uh, from nine to noon Pacific, noon to three uh, Eastern time, and uh, you know we'll uh, I'll make sure everyone knows SiriusXM two hundred four and then Vison dot com. So uh, yeah, but when it, when it all said and done, Zach, you just go to Twitter. Everything you need to know is on Twitter <laughs> at one Tim Murray. Is is it hit you that football starting up yet or no? Last uh, so Thursday night, and I, I'm not sure when you're going to post this, but I was uh, I was sitting in the sports book and I had some action on a on a college football game, and I'm like, you know, it's it's here. I think this weekend, Labor Day weekend, it's going to start to feel a little bit more normal that you know it, it's getting close. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, it it you know I had a fantasy draft. I'm sure you've had a fantasy draft, and all your viewers have had you know fantasy drafts, and even that that didn't like. Really, no, it hasn't clicked. It still hasn't clicked like you, yet. You pick the players, but then it's like, well, is this really going to happen? But, but ready or not, Thursday night we're going to have some NFL. So that's uh, that's a great thing. But yeah, um, see, I, I think this weekend will help. I, yeah, I think Labor Day night. You know, it's not your marquee huge match, but still, you have Navy and BYU, two known commodities. You know, especially in the group of five ranks. So I think Monday night you'll be like, okay, yeah, all right. I, I know, I know both these schools. I know. You know, I know what's going on here. So I think Monday night people will start to kind of say, man, NFL is on Thursday. 
Yeah, no, it's gonna be, and then you see Brady in red, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be. Yeah, I mean, weird, think about that. I mean, yeah, that weird. that hasn't sunk in until no. you know we haven't seen the preseason game. No. You know, you could see all these workouts all you want, but and I'm sure you know. I don't know if you play Madden. I haven't played Madden, but like you know, him on, but that first Sunday when you get the Buccaneers and he's on the Bucks, that's gonna be yeah. Yeah, it's going to be – yeah, it's going to think something's not in here. But this has been a lot of fun. So I just wanted to thank you again for taking yeah, time. Man. This has been awesome. Glad you got the new gig. Sounds awesome. I, I can't wait for football to start. Basketball, hopefully the Celtics can get back on a roll. That was a BS call in the Raptors game last night. But <laughs> it was – people. if you watch it on slow-mo, they, they, they took about a .6 seconds before they clicked go on the shot clock. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they can rescind that. You're up they, two one though. You're up two one, Zach. I'm concerned though. That's 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 the thing. They, they, now they've got a confidence going. Apparently, Fred VanVleet's been telling his kids to watch out, and they don't know what's going on. But no, yeah. But but appreciate it again. Thank you again. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. Anytime.
I've got nothing 